0: Welcome to She Grows. We're here to walk through topics that we all deal with in everyday life. I'm Danielle Doss. And I'm Jen Matthews. And we are here to
1: arm you with the hope and peace that comes straight from the gospel. We're gonna leave out the fluff and chase down the truth. So whether you're driving, doing laundry, working out, we hope you find truth and encouragement. Let's grow together. Happy birthday to Me. you. <laughs> Today is a big, big day. It's such a big day. Forever 29. Forever Kidding. 20 twice. It's the big one. 20, <laughs> twice. 20 twice. I'd twice. say it's the big one. I'm sure. It's this big one. It feels like it. I remember my parents turning 40. So I this do too. is like, I don't remember when they turned 30. I'm sure the math wouldn't math. No. <laughs> <But> <laughs> like this one. It is, it's big
0: it's big 40 today if you're listening on drop day today is Danielle's birthday yeah and she is 40 years old talking years young someone who is younger than that
1: and don't worry for a minute just (laughs) I did the math yesterday actually you're like less than 10 weeks away from turning 40 this feels like
0: Asher so our sons are one month apart yeah six weeks and Asher is always like you are older than me. You should know this. <laughs> to Shep, and Shep's like, huh? Huh? <laughs> We're just a month. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a whole month. <laughs> so you're Let forty, and I'm not. Let me just tell you about all the wisdom. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is true. You have that hanging hanging for out for you. Just mm-hmm. a minute. Yep. But
0: it's birthday day and podcast day. The best day all on the same day. And what are we going to talk about on birthday day? You know what, in the spirit of
1: birthdays, we are going to talk about legacy. Yeah. How cool is it to think about all the podcasts of all the days that how it could have just fallen? Mm-hmm. It's we're talking about legacy on when I'm your turning actual 40. birthday.
0: Because why not think about getting old and leaving things behind then wow. on your 40th birthday? Wow. I am I could. I just when do you really feel like you're you will feel old god I don't know I've labeled that to my 80s yeah
1: that's that's fair (laughs) I'm
0: holding out I think I think I'll start feeling old in my 80s you know
1: I heard Annie F. down say this um recently she said in ministry your best years are your 60s followed by your 70s being your second and then your 50s being your third best year we are not even in that age category isn't that a relief we're to know still that life just is so dang good and started. we're not even there I'm telling you what, it changed everything. Yep. It's funny because whenever you talk to to women that have <clears throat> that have turned 40, mm-hmm. everybody has a different opinion about what that looks like for them. <laughs> and there's a lot of traumatic experiences out there. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I feel fine. Thank you. I know. I still feel pretty awesome. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it like mind over matter, right? Heck yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, old is not what it used to be. Yeah. Where I just... I think we've all woken up and realized that life can just last for a really long time. And you might as well be happy through it. Like healthy and happy and moving and doing and
1: don't settle in and be old. Until, you know, it's Halloween and there are costumes out there of, you know, your outfits that you wore. Yeah, that's a kicker. Yeah. There are 90s costumes out this year. That's when I feel like my hips have just
0: broken. That's, it's just weird. It's weird. But. We're not old and that's cool. But we still just get started. Lovely have wisdom to speak from because there's still forty years worth of knowledge. We've got a minimum of forty more to gain. That's right. But today we're gonna talk about legacy because it's super important. Like, um, I I just I love thinking about legacy. And I know that there's a lot of things that people think of when you think of the word legacy. I think a lot of times it's pulled to a financial way. Sure. Yes. Um, specifically, churches will use, you know, Legacy Day or whatever about financial stuff because you're mm-hmm. obviously building for the next generation. It can mean an inheritance, from in, like in family, like yeah. something you're left. Yeah. Um, it does legitimately mean all those things. But... Um, as Christ followers today for this conversation, we want to look a little deeper and in a more meaningful point of view because at the end of the day, you leave your money here, you leave your things here, and it's not gonna like. It's going to oh, run out on the next generation also like it's still just things. That's right. So we want to look at what we're, we're really going to carry. And I love the, uh, the, the definition, according to old Mr. Webster, that is not the financial part of the definition is that it's a long lasting impact of particular events, actions, etc. that took place in the past or of a
1: person's life. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I think about whenever I don't know if you're this way. But I tend to get like a little bit more um, aware. There's a specific word that I'm looking for. It is. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I take it all in. Mm-hmm. Um, it causes yeah. you to just think about, you know, greater perspectives of life. But yeah. specifically when it comes to legacy and I think about all of those that I have benefited from. Yes. And that have either they're no longer here on earth, but I am still reaping a whole lot of their serve and their life of living it on purpose for christ and um that you know like what a beautiful conversation to have to just point it back because at the end of the day like that's we're going to be on our deathbed at some point and everything will have gone away yeah except for our actions and what we do and
0: you've really got the choice to i mean sometimes i'll look and see people who are just living such a unconsequential life and i i feel like that's rude to say over anybody's life but you know if, if you're just getting up working going to bed getting up working going to bed and not doing anything meaningful mm. it's it's heartbreaking to know you could die and just be a tombstone and yeah that's I think, it like i've left nothing
1: could, i think you could wake up one day and be 99 and that's just what it is or i think you can plan to be 99 and this is what you want yes. your life to look like yeah and have some fruit that's it that is just bl- nothing off of what you've done except Mm -hmm. that you are you're putting it under the umbrella of just seeking after the lord yeah well and and following the lord it's it's
0: so incredible to think of what we're part of building like we know that we were called to make disciples yeah and so how better to make a long lasting impact because that's the part of that definition that stands out to me the most is a long lasting impact yeah it doesn't just end with us but it goes beyond Than to make heaven crowded to make disciples and um i'm going to read a scripture from psalm 78 uh it's verses one through eight but it says open uh nope it says oh my people listen to my instructions Mm -hmm. open your ears to what i'm saying for i will speak to you in a parable i will teach you the hidden lessons from our past stories that we have heard and known stories our ancestors had handed down to us we will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. For he issued his laws of Jacob, he gave instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children so the next generation might know them, even the children not born. Mm. And they in turn will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn and rebellious and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. Oh, that is so good. It is. And we've seen if you've read the Old Testament I just read through like judges and stuff. You see the result of when this doesn't happen, mm-hmm. like whole nations are just punished or wiped out or what?
1: Cause they were just so, horrible if they weren't passed down well and they don't have the printed bible like what we have and they don't you know maybe maybe they did sing songs of whatever but that's still written Mm -hmm. and and passed down from generation to generation Mm -hmm. i love deuteronomy uh chapter six six through seven it says and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that i'm giving you today repeat them again and again to your Mm -hmm. children talk about them when you are home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up Like the whole aspect of generational purpose and an intentionality to say, like, we're pointing to Christ because they don't have, it is because of what they have done. We are privileged and able to sit and read and even be a part of God's goodness. Yeah. All of those years of legacy. Yeah. And we are benefactors because of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's so much in scripture that points to that. Just keeping in mind the next generations, the next generations, tell them, tell them, tell them. Yeah. And, oh, it's just beautiful to even know that it, that it is our responsibility. It makes it such a human thing. Yeah. But in a connected way, like, I just love that it's not like, and just rely on me solely to impart my ways to you, but it's do it for each other, Mm. do it for each other. It just brings a whole nother element into why community is so important why family is so important and why you do what you do yeah that's it and every decision that you make so why is legacy important i know that there are so many things that when it comes to just affecting you Mm -hmm. it can be easy to push off right like getting your health in line getting your finances in line like it doesn't affect anybody else so i'll put it off i'll put it off but something like legacy And knowing if you'll sit and realize that the decisions we make today do affect our children and the Mm -hmm. children, if you don't have children, it affects the people around you. Like Mm -hmm. we all are a mentor or an example to somebody and it will affect the next and the next and the next. It affects other people. Mm -hmm. That's a lot more weight. And when I think about it in the implications it has on specifically a family um exodus 20 verses five through six he tells us i lay the sins of the parents upon their children the entire family is affected even children in the third and fourth generation of those who reject me but i lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commandments
1: Mm. that's beautiful
0: i mean come on like to think Yes, he's going to punish sins. But man, if you will just be faithful, you are setting up your faith. I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am where I am now in my life because of the prayers and faithfulness of people that have come before me. I know that family that has never even to this day, unless they can look down from heaven, don't know I
1: exist. Their prayers have me where I am. Yeah, that's so beautiful to think about. Failing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. Mm -hmm. And we are benefactors. And not only are we benefactors, but it is a mantle that is placed on us to carry for the next generation and the generation after that and so forth and so on. I know um, whenever I do think of legacy, when I look back at maybe our own Mm -hmm. personal family history and Mm -hmm. how you could see generational blessings or generational curses and how that would all um, it could look like a different scenario for every single family. Sure, but that you have the decision and you have the choice to make if it's gonna if you're gonna allow for that to be a blessing or if it's gonna be a curse in your family. Yeah, and we have the power to say no. It stops with us. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the truth. Because I know, I know, my story has a strong legacy, but I know that's not everybody's story, and it's really okay as long as. It starts with you because i know my husband didn't come from a family of christ followers but he's one of the amazing stories of someone who at five years old said yes to jesus and never looked back yeah and he changed that course for his family and then later in life realized that they had anger problems and decided you know what that's not following me and he changed the course for his family you have the ability to change that whole course to break those curses take on blessing and my son is not going to have to try to shake that off because his dad has done mm-hmm. all the work. Mm-hmm. And I know that's been the
1: story for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, not exactly. the exact, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have anger issues. We still have anger issues. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is, it's encouraging to hear. Because it does not have to, um, and I think that any of our generations before us that have struggled with this would not want the same thing for their next generation yeah. and that they probably have fault and fault and fault for it to not be. But because we are working out of the operation of being God's child and we yeah. are submitting that to him, it does not have to be the part of our history. I think about, um, the generations before us specifically like my parents' generation, mm-hmm. um, of just going in and being maybe, I don't know, a Christmas and Easter type family that goes to church yeah, but not necessarily a true relationship with the Lord. So I would consider yeah. our families um, to be like a first generation. yeah And not to say that my parents are not actively pursuing the Lord, but I think it was just a different understanding. Right. I think almost it's it skipped a generation. Mm. And so now you see this beautiful, a culture of of mm. of christ followers that are just adamantly looking for that authentic relationship with jesus that's beautiful and yeah. yeah it is beautiful but we get to okay like what what happened in that generation and how do we stop yeah. that from happening in the generation that we're raising yeah that's very
0: good when we're walking through this thinking about legacy thinking about the past but then thinking about our future and it being in our hands those decisions being in our hands of like how we're going to walk this out, or what are we going to leave behind, and how and why, and blah blah blah, all yeah. the things. Yeah. And you know that we've got we've got a high and a holy calling to, for one, raise children. Being in the ministry, we are raising people all around us Mm -hmm. and it's we take them on as our children older or younger than us both
1: we were just talking about that Mm -hmm. and um this is just like a little bit behind the doors Mm -hmm. Uh, my daughter has decided that she wanted to go through grow which is like our Mm -hmm. our worship and creative Mm -hmm. aspect here at the church and um i literally all hands off on my side but to watch jim pastor and lead Mm -hmm. my daughter i'm telling you i was like in fetal position (laughs) and it's been that way every time yeah that i've had any sort of like just eyewitness witness of what's happening but it's because there's an investment of, yeah. of this next generation yeah oh it's so beautiful oh, it's, it's so- i'm telling you i am not well just watching <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Well, it's when you've got your mind set on
0: the future, like on leaving a legacy and it being big, knowing that God's ways are so much higher than anything we could think or imagine. So just keep saying yes in that next right direction. But it does take some planning on our part, right, to make some decisions that say, I'm going to live for this and I'm going to live for this. And I know everybody loves a personal story. They like to take these big ideas and put it in practice okay but for real life though what What are you talking about what does it look like since it's your birthday let's spend some time tell us about some of your personal like legacy goals what are you wanting to leave behind Uh, gosh how long is this podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) um you know i just i just off the top like i want to boil it down to the things that matter the most um personally i want to serve hand in hand with my husband i want to serve until our dying day my preference would be that we die hand in hand together oh weird (laughs) (laughs) meaning that anyways i'm not like (laughs) (laughs) she don't want him to get
0: married again
1: (laughs) listen y'all these are the things you have to think about we're gonna
0: have to protect our pastor Today feels like
1: the day. He's just a good guy. He's just a good guy. He's all mine. Okay. So anyhow, I I want to do that faithfully with my husband. And you know, I want to have that same passion. We've been together since we were 15 years old. And I do feel like it's just getting better and better and better. So I don't want to miss out on any incredible thing, because we have experienced great loss. Mm -hmm. And I see what what that looks like, and I want to just treasure every yeah. single moment that we get to do that, you know, I want to raise our children um not only just in a way that honors the Lord, but I want it to be authentic for them right like i I think about us like I never knew anything about a pastor's kid we didn't mm-hmm. that wasn't our world, yeah, and I'm not in the business of wanting that for my children. I want them to just have a You know, non-legalism heart where they are just in pursuit of the Lord and whatever avenue that looks like for them that we're in support but also a place for as they grow older that they just come back to our home and they know it's a safe place Mm -hmm. and that they want to be with their mom and dad you know it's not a have to it's a I get to go and hang out Uh Um, I want the kids of those around me to know that when they see their honey (laughs) I will cry right now I feel it. it. (laughs) it. (laughs) I want them to know that I am for them and like I am going to be one of their biggest cheerleaders and rooting for them and I want them to know like it it is a safe place and that they are seen and that they are loved and I want to emulate, 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 emulate emulate, (laughs) um Christ. Whenever they're talking to me yeah. and I want to not only just grow old with my husband, but I want our family and our friends to be hand in hand. You know, I think about yeah. like we get this wild journey of, of doing this life together, mm-hmm. but I don't see that stopping. Like I think yeah. when we get to heaven <laughs> and for, for whatever it is, we're going to look back and see this incredible journey that we got to experience together. So uh, I think about keeping those covenant friendships and being intentional in that time yeah. to where we are vacationing together and, and just dreaming new dreams because mm-hmm. I don't want that part to ever end in our life. Mm-hmm. And um, ultimately I just want to take every person with me to heaven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so whatever that looks like, uh, I just want to, I want to be found. There's this scripture in Philippians. It's one twenty seven. It says, I w- i'm paraphrasing i want to conduct myself in a manner worthy of the good news hand in hand with others standing together with one spirit and one purpose fighting together for one faith which is the good news i want to be found as a good steward with what god has given me inwardly and outwardly and i just want to dream of heaven every single day and when we get there i want to celebrate like crazy because we're all in heaven together it's so good there, i'm sure that there's all sort of like things to add to it oh
0: sure but, but come but on like that's i'm just i'm just picturing all this and it's just so beautiful and it's so well i when you boil it all down it's loving the lord loving your family and loving the people around you yeah and it's just keeping honestly the main thing the main thing mm-hmm. and but it's so poetic in all the heart of who you've set out to be. And some of these things I know that you've grown into as you've learned life lessons and stuff like that. But a lot of it and some of it, you've had to just make up your mind about it and say this is the person I want to be a million times. And even when it doesn't feel like it, or if it's not a natural decision to make, I
1: am going to discipline myself to be this person. So much of my life is only a reflection of being obedient and just trusting God because it honestly, how I paved my, my life starting out, mm-hmm. it would I would have never dreamt this life. And it is only better than what I could have ever imagined. I genuinely feel like I am walking out Ephesians Mm. 3.20. And that's a beautiful gift. Yeah, it is. And it's funny because sometimes when you've made these decisions, this is
0: how my life is going to be. You can walk into it knowing what it's going to cost you. And sometimes you don't realize what it's going to cost you until you get into a moment. Sure. we knew with some of the goals for our marriage that we're just going to stay above a reproach in every way we possibly can. So we're going to have to make some decisions that look real dumb to all the people around us. Mm-hmm. And whether they understand them or not, we're going to stick by them because it's mm-hmm. what we know is best to keep everything straight up. Yeah. Sometimes if things are going to feel over the top. Sometimes, Mom, why are you going to talk to everybody about Jesus? What, whatever the heck that looks like throughout right. life, it's,
1: you know, it's, it's taking those it's leveraging the cost of yes what the vision is for your life and what the dream is
0: but staying so clear on that vision
1: and let me let's be honest leveraging the cost is not the pretty side of that no but it's because you have decided because of christ this is what it looks like and it's not ideal all the time and my preference would probably be an easier way 90 percent of the time sure but that's part of being a Christ follower and I'm just I've trusted him for all of these years of my life and I can look back and see his faithfulness and his plan and it's better than what I could even imagine and so shoot it's just getting started sis (laughs) it's just getting started
0: (laughs) well that leads me to asking you guys a question and I want you to really really think about this question if you don't have time to really contemplate on it, I want you to come back to it, jot it down if you can. But can you make yourself do something you don't want to do to get a result that you do want to have? Yeah. Can you do that? Can you commit so hardcore to your values and to the person that you've set out to be that you can make that decision no matter what? Because here's what I know. I know that if you make a plan B, you're going to take it. If you've got a way out you gonna take it mm. so if your way is i'm going to be married for the rest of my life and it's going to be healthy and strong and a great example of my okay you're going to live that but if you go but if it doesn't work out i'm going to move over here and this is the job i'm going to get and you've always got a way out and so it's the, you're going to take it yeah so can you make yourself do something you don't want
1: to do or that's hard to do whatever to get a result That you want to have. That's a good question. And it's just it's just about knowing the vision and writing it down. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to be married to it. There's gonna be some ebbs and flows. That's right. And you're gonna shoot, you could get down the road and be like, gosh, I'm so glad that I didn't just trap myself into that thought process because it's better Mm -hmm. on how he planned it out but it's also having a vision because in proverbs twenty nine eighteen it says where there is no vision mm-hmm. the people cast off restraint but blessed is he who keeps the law like it's it's yeah. a good thing to have a vision for your life yes and that will oh my gosh i just think even what you brought up about
0: your daughter isabella i would have never even a few years ago i wouldn't mm-hmm. have said yeah sure i'll be sitting in a hallway mm-hmm. teaching with a teenager like that's never been like something I would have said was my calling. But at the end of the day, what is my calling is pulling out gifts and talents and people and making them work, you know, helping them see that vision. And that continues to
1: grow and it will always shock and amaze. And let's just put that scenario in play here. You never saw that for yourself, but because of that, the trajectory of my daughter's life Mm. could shift in a, such an intentional way. And not only that, but like, be a reason that something else is created from that. Mm-hmm. And we have no idea what the Lord's doing, yeah. but because we're being obedient and we're saying, yes, Lord, this is what it's going to look like. And this is the end goal. Then whatever it is, whatever cost it's going to cost, then that's worth doing. Gosh, that's so good. Cause that's what
0: legacy is. It's making a long lasting impact. Yeah. And that requires putting yourself out there and just l- allowing him to do what he's going to do. Like, So many times we hold our life and our talents and our dreams with such, you know, tight, just tight up against our chest. Like don't ever, nobody take it. But if we'll just open it up and let him do what he has planned, like he can do so much more with our dreams than we could ever, ever do on our own. That's right. So we're going to leave you with a couple of questions as we. Sign out for the day. <laughs> we
1: got a party to go to. We got a
0: party um, because we want you to leave today and 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 start just start a note on your phone. Start something and start working through what you want your legacy to be. What yeah. do you want your This goes back to the time we we wrote a mission statement in the past. Pull that stuff out. Like that's right. This all feeds into each other. Take some moment and think. What do you want to be known for? What do you want to leave behind? What do you hope is being said about you behind closed doors? Mm. Oh, are you being that person?
1: Oh, what what are you going to say about me whenever we're at the funeral? Like what, what do I want people to say about me? You have to ask Jesus. Oh, Oh.
0: (laughs) 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 what'd she say? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A funeral is the best picture of it. Yeah. Do you want people to have to scrape around? I've I've been to funerals where I had to scrape around and figure out what to say. Hmm and then funerals where it was like everybody had something incredible mm-hmm. like they just touched this life and this life and this mm-hmm. life and this life and what do you want that to be mm-hmm. find out what your what your core values are and when you get to the end of lo- of life will you be content knowing that you stuck to those core values
1: Thanks for listening today. We hope you feel encouraged and stronger in your faith because of
0: these conversations. We love our community of women and would love to see it grow. Can you do us a favor and share the podcast with one friend today that you know would love it? And if you're feeling a little
1: extra sparkle today, give us a quick rating and review. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, keep keep growing. growing.